What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's going on, squad? Welcome back to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. Now, that might sound a little bit weird to you, obviously, because you're hearing my voice and you're not hearing B Mark Fitz's voice. All right. And that's because it's your boy, Cole De Silva. Usually on Wednesdays, we do a podcast together, but today we're taking over the podcast. We are hijacking the podcast. And when I say we, all right, it's because the coaches of PT domination are taking over the podcast. So you have myself, you have Caleb, and you have Jeffrey today. And the reason why we wanted to do this is because we wanted to kind of talk about our stories a little bit. But before we get into that, what's good, boys? How you doing? Fantastic and excited to be here, man. <laughs> Getting a little nervous, but I'm excited. I can tell, Jeff. I'm, I'm super amped up for this, bro. What do you, what do you get up to this morning so far? Uh, this morning, I've been in the DMs. I've been helping the academy grow. Um, been literally just having the best day of my fucking life. Um, I fucking 10K Academy, like, literally is the reason I am able to fucking impact lives and change more lives than I ever thought possible. So like, this is my family. I fucking love this place. Hell yeah, man. I'm super fucking excited for this. This is something that I've actually wanted to do for a while now. Kind of talk about the coaches and give everybody the, I guess, chance to get to know everyone in a different light. So I'm fucking amped up for this. Caleb, what about you, dog? What'd you get up to this morning? Dude, you know me waking up at 3.30, morning routine, gym, cardio, clients, 10K, posted on every single social media platform, all five, maybe six of them. I can't keep track of anymore. And then PT down meeting. So Ben, very productive. Changing lives and getting after it. Hell yeah, fam. So for everybody who doesn't know, when they say PT domination meeting, we actually have like a team meeting every single Wednesday to not only kind of go over what our students' struggles are, but to see how we can improve the academy to make sure that everybody is getting results on a daily basis. Now, today, guys, the reason why we are taking over the podcast, the reason why you see Jeff, Caleb, and myself, and not Brian, is because we kind of want to come on here and talk about our story before PT domination. All right, we kind of want to talk about PT domination, our story before. Obviously, you guys have seen me from the very beginning, but not so much in the quote unquote spotlight. And we want to talk about how kind of PT domination has changed our lives. Then, all right, then we're going to talk about why we decided to become coaches of PT Dom because I've kind of been the very, from the very beginning, I've done like small coaching calls, small videos, different breakdowns. And you guys have seen me take a bigger role throughout time, but it was kind of like, bang, Jeff came in as a client and then pop, I don't know where he's a fucking coach. And it was just took over the Academy. Same thing with Caleb. You guys saw Caleb join. We figured out two years ago, by the way, me and Caleb were talking about this on pod uh, clubhouse and my podcast yesterday, Caleb joined when we were in Bali, which blows my mind. You said you're start, you were showing up to our live calls at 4am, right, Caleb? Yeah. Something like that. Like, cause I remember the first week I was like, like, I can't make that work. And then Brian's like, Caleb, get your ass out of bed. And I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> and then it sparked this, okay, I'm going to beat Brian waking up at 3.15 every single morning so you could wake up early. Because that literally blew my mind. I didn't realize Caleb had been with us for that fucking long. So I'm super excited for this. Now, I was going to go first, but I kind of want to break it up a little bit. Because again, a lot of people have heard about myself and my story. Maybe not as in-depth now. All right. Now at this time and age, because the podcast has grown so fucking much and so is the Academy itself. So let's start with Caleb. All right, Caleb, I kind of want you to tell us your before story. Tell us about yourself. All right. How PT domination like impacted your life and then what made you want to become a coach? 
Yeah, of course. So, I mean, like, I think we all have our own story when it comes to weight loss. And I think that's what made me want to be an in-gym, like a, a trainer in general, because of course I started off in gym, but like my weight loss journey was a huge struggle for myself. Like I struggled with self-confidence and self-esteem, being good enough, having value. And that's one of the reasons why I focus on that in my program today. But that also made me want to be a coach because I loved fitness. I loved working out and I always had a passion for helping others because a lot of you guys don't know this, but I actually had cancer as a kid. At the age of three, four years old, I was diagnosed with leukemia, which is a blood cancer. So I view my life as like a blessing because I, I should not be here today. So I view every day as a way of giving back to everybody and everything that helped me be here today. So I combined my passion for helping others with fitness and I became an in-gym trainer. And before I joined PT Domination, I was probably an in-gym trainer for about four years. And like a few months before joining, I was working at a gym and this was probably... I was working there for about five to six months before COVID hit. And I was actually the manager. I was also had 40 clients. I was the head of sales and I was also head of marketing. So like I was running the Facebook, the Instagram, doing lives and so forth like that. So I was extremely overworked. I was probably working about 70 hours a week and I was underpaid. And like, I love, I enjoyed what I was doing because I enjoyed the training aspect of it mm. because like I love making that impact. And I think that was huge for me, just being able to constantly do that because any other job that I had bartending, serving like I was in that industry as well it wasn't the same thing it wasn't giving me that feeling like okay I'm, I'm making an impact on the world I was just yeah. making drinks and I'll be honest like I was happy but I was miserable because like I was pay working 70 hours a week I was salary so when it came down to it I was making like 11 to 12 dollars an hour yeah. like I was barely paying bills like I wasn't saving any money I was like I'd be working 70 hours a week I wasn't able to take vacation I was had to do everything that was placed in front of me and to be honest, before I met PT Dom, I actually kind of signed up with a different online training program, a different mentor. And I built a membership area and I built a funnel on ClickFunnels. And it was awesome. Like it was a beautiful membership area, but he didn't teach me how to get clients. He didn't Yo, teach me how to, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel it in my soul. I as soon as he said that, I'm like, ah, I've fucking been there, bro. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about when it comes to that. Like learning how to build a membership area and then not knowing how to funnel clients in. It's like, you have like this golden ticket. You're like, what the fuck do I do with it? So I feel you on that one, bro. Go ahead. Right. So, so I spent probably between the mentor, hiring someone to help me with videos, hiring someone to create them. Like I, I did a lot with the membership area on my own, but um, I had to hire people to help me do certain things. So like I spent like five to $7,000 somewhere in between there. Mm -hmm. So like I did not make any money from it. And I, like I was, so that's why I was working so hard in the gym because I needed to make up for what I lost. And like I said earlier, like I was unhappy and luckily like I had a very good friend from college and Cole, you're probably going to might remember uh, Mace Mahoney. <laughs> he was probably one of your guys's first PT domination clients because I was one of your first ones, but he went yeah. through the program before me. And he's like, Caleb, like I, I reached out to him because I saw what he was doing. And I was like, wow, like you get to work from home. And he told me he was making like 7k a month, just graduated PT Dom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, who's your mentor? How do I get a hold of them? And then like a week later, I was on a phone call with Brian. And I remember this because I was like, I said to Brian, I was like, I already know one of my best friends from college went through your program and he's making an impact that I want to make and he's making the money I want to make. So I was like, when the phone call started, I was like, I'm already a sale. Like, I was like, just tell me the price. Yeah, 100%. We'll freaking we'll frick go. And he told me the price. And at the time it was like $5,000. And like, yep. I was 
I was still struggling because like, like I said, I was making 11, $1,200 an hour. I just paid $5,000 to $7,000 to create a membership area that made me absolutely no money. And this was my, I was like, I have to do this. I was like, this is everything I have. So I ended up paying it. And to tell you guys, like cold recorded a podcast the other day about burning your boat and being all in doing everything that you possibly can to succeed, to reach your goals. And the boat for me, I guess, was that investment. And I burnt it because that was everything in my bank account. Like I had less than $500. So like I had no other option, but to succeed. He didn't tell me that there was a monthly option or anything like that. But in, in the <laughs> hindsight of things, like it worked out because like, yeah. if I would have done monthly, I might not have had my back up against the wall and I hustled, but I'll also be honest. Like I struggled. And like, so like the first month inside PT Dom, I only made like 650 bucks, like, which is awesome. Like it was still really good because like, I didn't have any online presence, but at the time I didn't realize that I needed to plant seeds. I needed mm -hmm. to play the long game. So like I was, I, I definitely had a scarcity mindset in the beginning. Second month I did a 14 day challenge. I think I made around $2,500. So I started to see improvements. I started to move in the right direction, started to gain clients. And then it started to go up and up and from there, but I didn't start doing really well, to be honest, until the month before I joined mastermind, which is the level two. So like for anyone out there listening to this, like, even though I'm a coach for PT Dom, like I've been with PT Dom for probably 19 to 20 months now. So and the fucking first long, man. So right. long. It blows my mind how long Kato's been to fucking PT Dom, bro. When he told me that yesterday, I like really started to think about it. And I actually went back and like started looking through the Facebook groups and breaking everything down. And like, yo, we've got a couple of you outliers that have been with us for a long fucking time. And Caleb's just like literally one of the first fucking people and now he's a coach for PT Dom. Right. And th that's why I tell like the Academy members all the time, don't compare yourself to me because like you guys have been doing this for a few months. I've been doing this for almost two years. Yeah. And like, that's why you can't compare yourself to like Chad Morgan. That's why you can't compare yourself to all those other powerhouses out there that are making a lot of money because they've been doing it for years. Yep. But then when I went into mastermind level two program, I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I almost quit. I almost quit when COVID hit for a week. I freaked out. Right when COVID hit, I had a wisdom tooth come in. I was in so much pain. I was mm -hmm. miserable. I could barely talk. So I couldn't even go live. And I remember messaging Brian and I was like, Hey, I was like, Hey, I don't know if I can continue with the mastermind, like with COVID, I don't know. And of course, like I had the scarcity mindset, but I also had to pay like an X amount of money to get my wisdom tooth pulled out. And the worst part was when COVID hit, there was no dentist open. Yeah. So I was just like double whammy. I was like, Oh my gosh. And then uh, Cole and Brian gave us the next month of the PT Dom for, or for mastermind for free. Yes, and they're did. like, Hey, like this is this they're, they're like this is like this is our investment in you guys like we understand that there's a lot of things going on right now and at that moment on i was like okay like i'm i'm for sure never leaving these guys like that just showed me <laughs> your guys's commitment to your clients which i thought was unbelievable so i was like i'm not freaking leaving no matter how bad of a month i had and when i joined the mastermind i was around four to five thousand dollars i think six months later i graduated at 10k and crazy thing is a lot of people don't know this um after the mastermind i actually decided that i didn't like my business structure and i went from high ticket to completely low ticket and when i was at 10k i went down to three to four k a month like it, it was tough like i'm 100% honest. But as an entrepreneur, our job is to adapt and find new ways to do things. So I adapted. And right now we're hitting about 12 to $15,000 per challenge that we run. So we went from 10 K all the way down to three to 4 K and all the way back up. And for anyone that's ever thinking about the mastermind, 
like the mastermind made me capable of doing that. Like without the mastermind, I wouldn't have been able to drop back down like that because my mindset would have been like, oh my gosh, this is over. Like my business, I'm failing, I'm struggling, but I was able to work my way back up. And it wasn't easy because at the same time we moved across the country. So like I'm, my income got cut by like three quarters, moved across the country. And I'm like, okay, I just got to keep showing up. I got to keep putting in the work. And the reason we did this is because I wanted to make more of an impact on the world. So instead of having instead of having 30 to 40 high ticket clients, I now have like 120 or something like that. And it's awesome to make that impact. And I think that goes hand in hand with why I wanted to become a PT Dom coach. That's what I was just about to ask you. I was going to be like, tell us why you wanted to become a PT domination coach. Because Caleb's been with us for ever guys. And I remember him saying it like way back in the day. And that's actually funny that you brought up us gifting the month to the mastermind. Cause I forgot about that. I forgot that that was the run of mastermind students that you were in. Cause I remember a lot of people went into panic mode when COVID hit. And that mm-hmm. was just what we saw that we needed to do. We're like, okay, everyone in the mastermind gets a month for free. Um, keep building your businesses. I forgot that you were in that fucking run right there, but that's yeah. Cool. So tell us crazy. why, why did you want to become a PT domination coach? Why did you put that on your vision board? Why did that you make that? that one of your main goals? I'll be 100% honest. When I graduated the mastermind, I wanted to be a PT Dom coach and I brought it up to Brian and he said he was going to bring it up to you guys. And I didn't hear back and I got a little salty. I'll I'll be 100% honest because I wanted to become a coach right away. Um, But I, I got over it very quickly. But I how do I best describe this? I feel like after the mastermind, I wasn't as active inside the 10K Academy. And then when I, I, all of a sudden before the new year, like I'm, I, and you guys, um, Cole, you probably remember this, but like a month to two months before the new year, like I just was like, you know what? I need the Academy. I'm going to be more active in there. So I started commenting on everything. I started liking everything. I started giving value. Anything that was working for me, I'd post it inside of the Academy. Yeah. And I, I, people started to do better and people would reach out to me and be like, Caleb, like you're helping me so much. And I, I started to view every single coach that I helped as, if they can get one client from them, I'm indirectly helping that one person. And like going back to my story, like I had cancer as a kid, like my goal in life is to change the world. So I view joining PT domination as an amazing way to make a bigger impact because with PT Dom and my business and like every platform that I'm on, Every single day, I believe when I go to bed that I've made an impact on a thousand lives, like between every platform, because like with my schedule right now, I am talking probably seven hours a day, like lives, podcasts, clubhouse, inside the academy and so forth like that. So honestly, that was, and like Cole said, I put it on my vision board January, right before January, I created a vision board with my clients inside my tribe, like, I don't know, December 28th or 9th or something. And I put join PT Dom, like get hired by PT Dom. And I was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes because I wanted to make that bigger impact on the world. I wanted to help more people. I wanted to indirectly help people that weren't just coaches at the exact same time. And the crazy thing is eight days later, after putting that on the board, Brian's like, Hey, have you ever thought about working for PT Dom? And yeah. I was like, bro, no freaking way. <laughs> Yo, I it was actually that. funny as fuck, bro, because um, B had brought that up to me. We we're thinking about bringing on another coach and we we're thinking about expanding the team. And he's like, Yo, have you seen Caleb in the group? And I was like, Yo, I was just about to bring him up to you because like, it's actually funny that you said that you were salty about um, us not hiring you as a coach before. Because I honestly, and yo, guys, uh, this is uh, my podcast and these guys' podcast today, not Brian's. I don't remember Brian bringing that up to us. So if he said, as he did nah i'm not <laughs> i'm not i'm not taking on that heat right there but i will say that 
fucking i'm very 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 protective over the pt domination and like brian's fucking mindset and health and everything like that when it comes to pt dom because we've been building this for so fucking long that like there's a lot of people that like bring up the like oh i want to help or i want to do this and i want to do this and brian like mentions it and without a split second i'm like nah and i'll just kill it nope nope because i see the mentality i see the attitude behind people uh, but yo, when I, when Brian brought your name out to me and I saw how hard you're working in the Academy, I'm like, nah, we got to do that. And that's why we want to do this podcast today, because we want you guys to fucking learn about the coaches that are helping you every fucking day. All right. A lot of you guys see Brian on the front lines, but you don't see Caleb. You don't see Jeff. You don't see myself. You don't see the other leaders in the community building up the fucking Academy all the time. Like, yo, I didn't know you had fucking cancer as a kid, Caleb. It's inspiring as fuck. Yeah, I'm lucky to be here. That's a huge fucking thing. That's a big thing that a lot of people, all right, don't know. And that's why we wanted to introduce you guys. Okay. So um, first off, thank you for sharing, Big Dog. We appreciate Mm -hmm. you. I feel like everybody learned a little bit about you today um, that they did not know. Now, before I go again, um, I'm going to let Jeff go because you guys have heard from me so long. So same thing, Jeff, why don't you tell your backstory, bro? Talk about you a little bit. Talk about what made you kind of begin this journey as a coach and how you led to us. Like what brought you to PT Domination? And then we'll, once you talk about all that, then we'll talk about why you wanted to join PT Domination, et cetera. Sound good? Sounds great. You a little um, nervous? Yeah, just a little bit. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can. Okay. <laughs> okay um, so my backstory, uh, very similar to Caleb's with the cancer. So I was actually 12 years old. I was diagnosed with Burkitt's lymphoma. It's a non-Hodgkin's cancer. One in 30 million people get it. Mainly attacks males between the ages of 12 to 24. And it has a very, very shitty survival rate. It triples its population every 18 to 24 hours. I had less than 1%. And here I am fucking 17, almost 18 years later. So... I don't fucking die. That's like, that's my motto. Thanks to cancer. Um, yes. Yo, sorry. I got to fucking get amped up for that shit. There's no way I'm letting you say that without hyping that shit up. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. So one thing I would never do is quit. I don't know how to fucking quit. And that's what gave me success in life. So I was homeless from 14 to 19. I grew up in a very shitty home. I was removed from my home for trying to take my dad's life to save my mom and siblings. He used to beat the living fuck out of all of us. And so I tried to take his life and my own. So I was removed. Uh, and put in the mentally unstable ward for the adolescents at Foothills Hospital here in Calgary, Alberta. And that was just really shitty. And then from there, I was released into social services care. And I don't vibe well with those environments because they're the exact same I grew up in. So I chose the streets. Uh, On the streets, I learned how to survive. Not the best way, not the smartest way, but I learned. I've had a very colorful past. I'm not going to go into those details because that's a story for a way different day. But um. Throughout my life, um, I've always had a big drive for the military. I've always had a big drive for fitness and helping people. I've always wanted to give my life in service of others. Uh, I'm not religious, so um, this has nothing to do with God. Um, I just have always wanted to give my life in service to help people because of what was done for me. So my very first mentor ever in my life, his name was Joe Nacita. He helped me get sober. I worked at his body shop for five years, uh, fixing cars, uh, got a good trade. He sent me to school, paid for everything. And without him, I wouldn't be sober today. Um, I wouldn't have the drive because he saw something in me that nobody else saw. And he, he recognized my drive and my passion, but everyone made fun of me because I'm a little bit of an oddball and I'm okay with that now, but it took me a long time to be okay with that. So I found my, my love for, for fitness. I found my love for the military and I trained, trained like a motherfucker to, for that stuff. And then when the military told me I couldn't do it because I have a brain cyst that is unoperable. And so they said, sorry, you don't medically qualify after jumping through their hoops for six years. I had to refine a purpose not to go over the deep end. And I literally got fired from a body shop job 
that same day. And then the next day I got hired in as a fitness coach at World Health in Calgary. Uh, Brian actually worked at the same World Health for two days. Lucky fuck. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Started my fitness journey there. And I just had a passion for helping people. And like, that was something, but I've never, I've never been able to conform to the rules. I got written up probably 20 plus times, never got fired. Yeah. It's not something I don't follow the boxes. I don't like being told how to operate. I don't like being told that I can't help somebody to my full potential. And then I was actually planning on hopping on an airplane on April 23rd, 2020 and leaving for France to join the French Foreign Legion to go be a career soldier. So it's a five-year contract. You sign up, you lose all contact with the outside world. You get a new name, new passport, new identity, and you're gone. So yeah, one in 10 people die every year. They only take one in 15. So it was, I was basically like signing my life away to go and help people, but that's who I am. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Pause for a motherfucking second. I'm not going to let you just brush over that shit. You were wet. Like that's fucking very recent. Yep. I had the plane ticket. I had everything set up to go. And I'd already like put in my weeks, uh, my one month's notice at the gym. So I was expecting to get fired any day. I told all my clients, I was sending them off to other coaches like, yo, go start working with this guy. Go start working with this girl. Just getting ready to leave. Um, sold everything I fucking owned. Like everything I fucking owned was gone. I literally had a backpack with three changes of clothes, ready to go. My combat boots. And I was, I was getting on my airplane and COVID March 16th at 12.53, got pulled into an office meeting with all the other trainers and told COVID I was shutting us down and we no longer had a job. Um, and that uh, we weren't qualifying for EI because they were keeping us on payroll because they didn't know how long it was going to last. Then I got told that the airport shut down and the French Foreign Legion was no longer accepting recruits until further notice because they didn't want to risk having anybody come in with COVID. So that shut that fucking dream down. So I couldn't even get on an airplane or join the Legion. And I was broke. I'm living paycheck to paycheck as an in-person coach. Like, and I mean, fucking broke. When this had happened, I had literally, so I got sober. The last time I got sober was July 2nd, 2019. So we're coming up on my two-year anniversary. Um, I was doing- 10 grams of cocaine a day. I was spending every fucking dollar. Um, I was trying to kill myself because I didn't have a purpose. So I'm a fucked up individual. And trust me when I say that I got your back and I know the hard shit and I see like your potential and I know you're worth it. And I know like, and like, and I tell you you're fucking loved. I'm not saying that just to fucking say words. I'm not saying that to fucking put some fucking bullshit in your ear. I'm saying it because I've been there. I know what the dark side of the moon fucking looks like. Um, I've been there several times and I'm never letting anybody go there without a friend. So if you ever fucking in that spot, you call on me and I'm gonna help you out. So yeah, all that fucking happened. And then literally I reached out to Brian on April 1st. I saw an ad. My birthday, fam. Yeah, bud. Literally fucking best day of the year. (laughs) So literally swiped up on one of Brian's ads and I was dead broke. I had zero money. I had uh, 44 in-person clients that I had all their phone numbers and email lists. And I reached out to Brian. I was like, Brian, I need your help. I got to pay rent. I got to pay bills. How the fuck can you help me? And we had like a full DM conversation for probably about a day. He's like, so right now the program's $2,500. This is how it works. This is how it's going to go. I'm like, bro, I have literally zero money. He's like, what do you mean by zero money? Screenshotted my bank account. I was negative $365. I remember that to the date because it's the exact same way I just fucking squatted yesterday. Yeah. 
say I had zero money and I was like, I need your fucking help. I don't qualify for the stimulus check. I don't qualify for any of that bullshit. I need to fucking get in your program. I need to pay my rent. How can I do this? So Brian gave me a very quick DM script. He's like, copy and paste this shit, send it out to every single one of those 44 leads and fucking best of luck, dude. And I said, thanks, dude. I ended up signing 17 clients at $150 each, which gave me the ability to pay for his program, pay my rent and pay my car insurance. I did not pay my cell phone bill that month. And I was like, well, one thing's got to give. This is how it's going to go. From there, I literally hit the fucking ground running. There was no stopping me. I binge watched the fucking every unit um, way too much. I didn't learn fucking anything. I only sold one <laughs> client in my first 60 days. Yeah. Once I was in the academy, went to the boys. I was like, yo, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And they're like, Jeff, what did you learn? I was like, I don't fucking remember. They're like, go back, fucking learn it. And then come back and tell us what you learned. And I literally like did exactly what they said. I went back, started at the very beginning. And literally guys, in the next 90 days, my business grew to 8,000 fucking dollars before I hit a thousand followers. Yep. So like- That's why we want to fucking do this podcast. Yo, I could like- we got the chats. I know a lot of you guys are listening to this on the podcast. Uh, we got the uh, students in the 10K Academy as well. And I know a lot of motherfuckers are learning shit about you and about Caleb today that they have never heard before. All right, yo, I didn't even fucking know that you were about to peace out to the fucking French Legion before you met us. And that blows my fucking mind. That's the, sh- that's the shit we want to hear right now. Because that is like, when we talk about like the grind mode and the fucking mentality that we put into our clients on a daily basis, guys, this is why. We've all got those deep fucking stories and we all come from a hardcore fucking background. And that's why we all have such a fucking savage team that pushes like crazy. Now, when it comes to your story, first off, thank you both for fucking sharing all this shit. I appreciate the fuck out of you. Now, I want to know, like, why did you want to become a PT domination coach? Because guys, when Jeff just said, like, when I hit the ground, I hit the ground fucking running and he hit $8,000. Like, I don't think you guys understand what that means if you don't actually or if you're not actually in the academy homie literally showed up to every single fucking live streaming training i did for nine months straight no joke didn't miss a fucking thing even when he became a coach he still was showing up to everything no matter what yep didn't miss a live didn't miss a replay did every single thing we fucking did him instantly not waiting for it instantly so why did you make it your goal to become a coach for pt domination or did you even expect it to happen I never expected to be a coach. Honestly, it was the fluke that I never knew I wanted. So like literally guys, like when I was in the PT uh, Academy or in the 10K Academy, um, one thing nobody really uh, remembers, especially for the new people is I was literally doing fucking role plays, non-fucking stop and posting screenshots in the Academy, tagging people and telling them to post their biggest takeaways. Yeah. What a lot of people don't know about those role plays is I never got anybody or I never sold anybody. I got them to sell me and I just critiqued the fuck out of their shit. And then all of a sudden people started popping off and it was the most <laughs> beautiful thing ever. And yep. then, and like, and then Brian, no, Cole had his bachelor party and he yeah. went away. Uh, Brian sent me a DM. He's like, Jeff, we need some intermittent coaches to kind of step up and take care of the Academy for these three days while the boys are uh, away. And I was like, yo, bro, I got your back. Like you guys literally gave me the ability to rent a place by myself, fill a fucking garage full of $8,000 worth of gym equipment. Fuck yeah. I'd be glad to fucking give back to you for three days. Like, like that's the least I can fucking do. Yeah. Um, and that was like, so like, yeah, I did that. Uh, it was like, yeah, like I think it was like a weekend and like we just took care of the Academy. And then Brian was doing a Q and a, and he was like, I, I was answering people's like, it kind of just became a subconscious thing. Like I would go on to lives, not necessarily just to learn, but to answer questions for whoever was running the call. 
because mm-hmm. I realized there was like a lot of people were asking questions and it's hard to fucking catch every fucking question. So I did my best to fucking just try to help out because of what the Academy did for me. And then Brian did a Q and A. He's like, yo, I've been thinking about bringing Jeff on who thinks I should bring Jeff on say Jeff inside of the fucking comment section. And that fucking comment lit up with my fucking name. And I was watching it live and I was screaming at my computer like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. What the fuck? Holy shit. Please. No, please. No. Had no idea. And then Brian reached out to me. He's like, yo, Jeff, um, this is what I want from you. This is what I'm going to do for you. Does that work for you? And I was like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh yeah, bro. Well, I still remember that conversation when we were doing the bachelor party thing. Brian had said like, yo, we need some people to pull um, weight, obviously, because you're not going to be able to run savage sales, etc. And I said your name instantly when we were talking because it was like fucking, we literally called you mini Cole for the longest time because you're just as savage as I am. You speak the exact same way as I do and you showed up to every <laughs> single fucking savage sales. And guys, like I wasn't volunteering Jeff for role plays at the beginning because we used to do the um, call reviews and breaking down live role plays and going over to help people with the sales. Jeff just took it upon himself to start doing it. And then because of that, then I saw it. So I then started referring people to him to do more role plays. So he just stepped up. He never complained and he never fucking bitched about it. And then we just saw the work ethic and gave him an opportunity, which he's now absolutely fucking slaying. Yeah. I remember when you guys went on your bachelor party, you guys were like, oh, we're not doing savage sales. And I was like, we're not missing this fucking call. Yeah. Fucking Alex Sundar. And he was like, yeah, I'll fucking, we'll do a role play. I was like, hey, I'm going to sell you live on the chat. And where he's like, done. And then Shal fucking hosted a Zoom room for us because I had no fucking idea how to do that. And we just made it fucking happen. We're like, let's fucking go. Let's make this happen. We fucking help the Academy grow. And then, and that was like so much fun. And then when Brian made me the offer, it was literally just to help out on weekends, kind of like take up the slack when you guys were like needing a break and like, just kind of like, just kind of make sure the Academy felt the love because he, you guys saw how much I fucking love the Academy. And then literally it just started to progress. And like, Sometimes you guys don't even realize the gift that you have until you're put in a situation you didn't expect. And I did not realize the gift that I had in order to get people to do work. I've always been able to do it, but I never noticed it. And it wasn't until Brian and Cole were like, Jeff, this is your fucking gift. Stop fucking wasting it and get to work with it. And literally from there, I hustled my fucking ass. The boys are like, hey, Jeff, we're, we need this done. I was like, don't even fucking worry about it. I got it done. And like, they weren't even asking me to do it. They were just like talking about it. And I just be like, let's go. Let's fucking go. And I made it happen. And I will never, ever forget the opportunity that was given to me by these guys, which is why I'm so ride or die. And it's why when you guys are in the fucking Facebook group, when you guys are like going through shit, like I'm there. Like you guys are my family. I got your fucking back. The 10K Academy. If you guys are listening to this on like the podcast, I want you guys to understand one thing about the 10K Academy. It is not just a business program. It is a community of individuals who understand what you're going through, regardless of whether you've had a shitty life or you're just going through a hard time or you're just, you don't know how to fucking generate leads. It is a family of people who will support you every fucking step of the way. And they are here for you without question. And like, if you like are actually looking for a mentorship, you're looking to level up your mind, you're looking to level up your business, you're going to get that and 10 times more than you ever thought you'd ever get. Yeah, 100%, yo. I'm fucking amped up. This is a fucking lit ass podcast. This is the perfect podcast to steal um, from Brian because they don't hear Brian's voice. They just hear the fucking authenticity from you guys, which I like to hear. Now, um, first off, I want to appreciate you guys for fucking sharing because open up about like deeper things in our past. I feel like it was a little bit always hard. Um, 
And I feel like I've done it multiple times, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of a background on myself and how, kind of how everything expanded from like way back with my point of view. Um, because as much as I know a lot of our clients and a lot of the people on this podcast might have already heard a little bit of my story. Maybe you haven't heard everything. Um, so a little bit of a background, guys. I would have been with B from the very beginning. Um, and when I say very beginning, I'm talking about like the beginning of fucking AEN almost. He had started AEN. He had trained a certain amount of clients. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, and B will correct me if I'm wrong on one of his later podcasts, if I'm not mistaken, um, I'm pretty sure I was one of his first competitor clients. I came into AE Nation when I was a fucking iron worker because when I was an iron worker, I was severely addicted to Percocets. I was eating four to seven a day, operating on a daily basis. And when I'm seeing like operating on a daily basis, that was my normal. You guys see me drink like white monsters a day and I try to stay underneath three of them. My white monster in the past was perks. No fucking joke. I'd start my day um, on the ironworking, whatever, ground, uh, site. Sorry, that's what the word I was looking for. And I would literally chew up two and I would chug a fucking Red Bull or white monster. That was how I started my morning. I wouldn't take them. I would chew them up and then I'd go and work. And then three hours later, I'd have another one. Two hours later, I'd have a couple more. And that's literally how I ran my day for a while, a long fucking time. Um, and it all started because I had carpal tunnel in my hands. Now, I don't really know how it ended up happening. It was maybe from football, breaking my fingers multiple times, whatever the case may be, fighting in the past, growing up in some dark situations, not going to go too deep into that. Um, but it was to the point where, because my hands were so rough and then I was ironworking, you guys got to realize not only are you doing a lot of climbing, a lot of things with your hands, you're also working with a bunch of power tools. Well, me grabbing impacts and impacting a bolt that's this fucking big. If you're watching the podcast or if you're listening to the podcast right now, not watching it, think of a bolt that's no joke, like an inch and a half wide. They're massive. They're literally built to hold huge warehouses together. So I'm using an impact and I'm drilling these things in and the vibrations from the impacts were screwing my hands so bad that I could not open them. I was waking up in the morning and what is that stupid, scary movie with that guy with the tiny little hand? Is it scary movie guys? Or is it scream? Scream. And it's scream. Yeah. Legit. I'd wake up and look like I had those two stupid little hands. Um, it was horrible, dude. My, I was living with my sister at the time uh, when I moved to Calgary and she would have to literally like come and push in the middle of my forearm like a pressure point and pull my fingers open and I would stretch it out in the morning and I would stretch it out in the morning and then I go to work again. And no matter what, I couldn't fix it. Nothing was changing. Nothing was working. I couldn't take anything to help with it. I went to the doctors and they're like, well, here's some fucking Advil. Um, and I'm like, that's not going to work for me. I'm like, I can't work right now. Um, I'm like, I'm getting screwed. So I just found perks. So I'd go buy a hundred pills at a time. I'd walk around with a hundred pills in my pocket at all times and I would just eat consistently. Um, and then I never felt pain and it was good. And then I would get drunk on them. Um, I would operate my day-to-day -day life on them. It was just normal life for me. I reached a point where I wanted to change and I met B. And it was actually funny when I met B, we were actually in Sparwood, BC. We were building a warehouse out there. Um, and while we were building the warehouse, I had hired another guy uh, who specializes in online training. He's been doing it for years. Um, and he knows what he's doing. I just, I'm not going to say he's a bad coach, but it was like very cookie cutter, the app that he ended up having. 
Um, and I wasn't seeing amazing results. And one of my coworkers at the time was like, why don't you just message Brian? Because he's working with my girlfriend's brother and he looks amazing. After a 30 minute call with B, I came into his program. Um, he sold me at $350 a month and I did not have the fucking money because every single fucking dime I had went into pills. Guys, when I'm telling you I was bad with my cash, I went and convinced the bank to give me a $10,000 loan and dropped the $10,000 on a $1,000 car and nine grand on alcohol and pills. And then because I'm a good fucking persuasor, I did it again. And I got another $10,000 loan and a line of credit for 7K and two credit cards finally when they did that shit. Cause I'm good at fucking talking. All right. It's why I like to teach you guys sales because I'm fucking good at selling myself. All right. I'm good at selling shit. So I screwed myself in the past. I would spend all my fucking money on dumb shit and my accounts, no matter what, were in the negative. And when I say in the negative, guys, I convinced the bank to give me a $3,000 overdraft because I was always $2,000 in the fucking hole, no matter what. And I was making five to $6,000 a month as an ironworker, working fucking sometimes 12 hours a day out of town, getting LOA and shit, $2,000 in the hole every single fucking week, pop, 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 no matter what. Literally how it went every single fucking time. I thought it was normal. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Obviously when I met Julia and she started looking at my account and doing my accounting and she's like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? I figured out it wasn't, it wasn't normal. Um, but when I met B, he kind of helped me make a shift and then everything started to trickle. So I was one of Brian's first competitor clients. He told me that day, if I see you or catch you fucking doing any sort of drugs again, I'll drop you to my program and I'm not giving you a refund. Having that savage mentality in my life made me change instantly because you guys know my attitude. If you're a 10 K coaching and Academy client, you know my attitude. And if you guys have actually listened to the podcast that me and Brian have done in the past, you know my attitude. So we started to thrive. All right. We did the first show. Obviously, the first two shows I did were lower class than the bigger ones that everybody ends up doing. But did my first show, competed against some guys that have amazing physiques that have gone on to do very well. And I smoked them. First and overalls in that show. Did my second one four months later. And after I did my first one, I was like, yo, I want to become a coach. I really like what you're doing here. Cause I was still ironworking. I was doing 10 to 12 hour days, ironworking, boxing two hours a day, five days a week. I was um, getting certified for my personal training. And I was training for a show, getting four hours of sleep a night for six plus months. That was my regular schedule. I told him I wanted to become a coach. He's like, you got to get certified. You got to win your next show. So I did it again. First and overall is the second show. And then Brian's like, well, fuck my life. Did you get certified? I'm like, yep, I'm certified in this. And I'm becoming a bodybuilding specialist right now too. He's like, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cause he just said it, right? He didn't think about bringing somebody onto the team at the time. It was Brian and two other coaches. And he just honestly wasn't expecting it. And I still remember to this day, he had told me, he's like, I still have a good relationship with these other coaches. Uh, but if he had told me that he told these other coaches and at first they're like, what the fuck do you mean you're expanding the team? He's like, yeah, I'm expanding the team. We got another person coming on. And when I came on, I was still working as an iron worker, still fucking grinding like crazy. And I put the work in like no other motherfucker around me because I'd do my regular shift. Then I'd get off and then I'd go fucking work with Brian at a coffee shop and we'd figure it out. And we did that for months, every single fucking day, grinding until we made AE Nation the fucking powerhouse. Seven trainers, all right, over 150 to 200 and something clients um based on if we did challenges and literally the powerhouse in fucking calgary period all right jeff literally had said fuck as soon as i started this conversation i saw him drop into the chat box he used to see us in 2016 ads and fucking everything else flying all over the place because we were fucking everywhere and we made it our mission to be everywhere all right and after a while i became b's right hand man because i refused to play anything small 
me and him got very fucking close and I showed him that I wanted to be that fucking guy. Now, obviously there was a big transition with AE Nation. All right, Brian's talked about it multiple times on this podcast. He ended up feeling a little bit of burnout. All right, he got a little bit overwhelmed. He started to have panic attacks. He got too burnt out from training other trainers and training all of his clients. So there was a falling out with the company. All right, I became a business partner. Then the second falling out with the company was, I can't do this anymore. And B had talked about the transition of how he wanted to start PT Domination. Guys, I was in the fucking room with him when we started PT Domination. The reason why I want to break this down for you guys, because I feel like a lot of people only see B on the front line. And that's fine. That's what we like. B's all on the fucking front end. Everybody sees B on the front end. But we wanted to do this podcast because we've been on the back end forever. The reason why I wanted to cement myself more as a PT domination coach, and I'm going to tell you how I did it in a second, is because I fucking love impacting everyone. I see the grand scheme of things. We have 770 clients. If I help all 770 of those online fitness coaches get 20 clients each, that's 15,000 people that are getting impacted every single day. That's how I picture that shit. Now, um, obviously we were growing AE Nation. We had seven trainers. There was a big transition. Brian's like, I can't do this anymore. I want to do PT domination. Guys, I am going through this a lot because I'm not going to spend too much time breaking down the emotional side of my own story. You guys have heard it a lot. Um, I'll do one of those in the future again. Maybe something you guys haven't heard, but this was the transition from me becoming a full-time PT domination coach, which I don't think I've really explained here. AE Nation was coming to a close. It got to the point where the trainers we had on board didn't align with our vision and were more focused on the money rather than the impact. All right. B wanted to then start helping other coaches and he really wanted to make a business out of this. So we started PT Domination. I remember sitting down in the boardroom, figuring out how much the investment was for Scott Olford. That was the first mentor that we hired for PT Dom to grow the company and then B headed it. All right. Reason why is because at the, at that time we wanted to obviously run fitness coaching and business coaching. I still had a very high passion for fitness coaching at that time. And I still have a little bit in me. And that's why when everybody asked me like, oh, you've done fitness coaching for life. I'm like, ah, stay tuned. Because I never know if I'm ever just going to be like, but I'm doing fitness coaching again, because I honestly really do fucking like it. But when we kept it going, I ran AE Nation for about three days after B stopped it with AE Nation. And then I rebranded everything. And then obviously, as the story goes, which you guys know, Corey came with me to Amarok Coaching at that time. Um, and I created and incorporated Amarok Coaching and we dissolved AE Nation as a whole. The reason why we did that is because not that we didn't believe in the AE Nation vision anymore. It was just because of the fact that we didn't align with that anymore. We wanted to make that fucking shift. And yeah, a lot of people got fucking pissed off about it. But when me and B feel something in our guts, we just go for it. We know it's the right thing and we know that it was going to impact more people. So we went for it. I created Amarok Coaching and I honestly fucking loved it. Now I did Amarok Coaching for, and I'm just going to throw a date out there because I don't actually remember the exact dates, but I think I did it for around seven months. And then entire seven months, I was super conflicted. And it was because when I was doing Amarok Coaching, B also wanted me to build PT Domination with him. When I was doing Amarok coaching, there was that little part of me that wanted to step away and just start building PT domination because I found out very quickly, I liked teaching people how to create more of an impact and make more money rather than losing 20 pounds. And don't get me wrong. there's not a fucking, like, there's not a problem with helping somebody lose 20 pounds. I just loved helping coaches grow. I loved breaking down mentalities and sales and mindset shit. And again, my mentality was if I can help a Courtney, if I can help a Connor, if I can help a Jeff, Caleb, John, Yaz, whatever the case may be, gain a hundred clients off the advice I gave them, then I indirectly just helped a hundred people change their lives. So 
after around six, seven months of doing Amarok coaching, I remember me and B had a very in-depth conversation and he was like, I've been wanting to have this conversation with you for a while now, but I know that it's been a little bit off for you because, and this goes back to the Instagram post I did a little while ago, which I know Caleb and Jeff will remember the shadows of being in Brian's shadow post. Um, also did a podcast on this. The reason why I think we were a little bit hesitant to go full in on PT domination is because I have a very strong personality. And at the beginning of growing PT domination, I felt like I was being silenced for a long time because of the fact that I wasn't in the light, but then fucking, I was in the back end, obviously for you guys. And that's another fucking breakdown. If you haven't listened to the silent cypher, when you got to that conversation changed everything because B had pulled me aside and he's like, listen, I know you want to do fitness coaching. And I know that fucking right now, like you obviously don't want to drop everything to just come into the business or PT domination because everybody sees it as my business. They don't really see you, even though you are a partner in the fucking business, but these are the fucking pros that I see. And literally thinking about it at all. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Message all my clients. And it was like, yo, I just want to give you guys a heads up next month. All of you guys are gone. These are some coaches I recommend. I'm quitting fitness coaching. <laughs> we got some fucking heat. I'll remember that as well because me and Brian had clients like for I think almost three and a half years. They were with B for two years and then they came to me for like fucking two years. Or they were with B for three years, then they came with me for a year and a half because they fucking loved us so goddamn much. And then literally with a drop of the dime, I'm like, I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. But I knew it was the right decision because again, like now 770 clients indirectly helping people if they've got 20 30 40 50 100 fucking clients in the deep end i will never look back and i'll never really say that that was a bad 778 clients jeff just corrected me i'm never going to say that that was a bad decision or regret that decision because it was just exactly what needed to fucking happen and again the reason why we want to come on here and talk to you guys about this and the reason why me caleb and jeff wanted to take over the podcast today is because again a lot of you guys hear brian on the front end a lot you hear B. B is what you think of when you see a PT domination. B is what you think of when you see the 10K Coaching Academy. And yeah, that used to bug me in the past. I openly admit that I'm a fucking human being, all right? <laughs> I'm a fucking human being with actual feelings, okay, and emotions. Even though people look at me as the wolf who fucking never has emotions. Let's be real here. Come on now. We got we to gotta break it down, right? It's open. And a lot of you guys see B and he's always here, but we're the boys who got your back on the inside. And that's what we wanted to do today. We wanted to kind of connect with you guys a little bit more because I fucking know that you guys did not know that Caleb and Jeff struggled with cancer when they were kids. And you know why I fucking know that? Because I didn't fucking know that for the longest time. All right, straight up. I know that you guys did not realize that these boys struggled for a long fucking time and then saw success because if you guys come into the tanky coaching academy you just see them as your coaches you just see them as the people teaching what a daily basis you just see them as the guys who brian and myself rely on which is a big fucking good thing all right that's a big i guess pat on the back for lack of a better term all right if me and b rely on anybody it shows a lot of fucking loyalty. It shows a lot towards those people's fucking character. And that's why we wanted to give Jeff and Caleb the opportunity to in introduce themselves today, because you guys need to realize that if you decide to join the best business coaching program on the market, all right, we're the boys that are going to be working with you guys along Brian. All right. Yes, you're going to get B, but we also want to let you guys know that you're also going to get fucking Caleb. You're also going to get Jeff and yeah, B's like the teddy bear. And I'm kind of like the fucking Tasmanian devil. And that's how we usually coach, but you also better realize that you got a couple other coaches that you got to pay attention to. All right. Because 
Caleb might come in out of nowhere and he might seem like a teddy bear, but then he's going to smack you some fucking tough love. And then Jeff will come out of nowhere and he might seem like the second Tasmanian devil, but then he's going to hit you with some, some inspiring shit that's like deep in your soul. And you're going to be like, God damn, now I feel like I'm going to hold back some tears now and I don't know what I'm doing here. All right, you're going to get a full range of coaches and the coaches are going to really help you take it to the next fucking level. All right, that's why I'm so excited for this podcast and why I'm so amped up that we stole it today. Now, we're going to end this off in a second here, but I want to give Jeff and Caleb the last opportunity to drop one line. So if you guys had to basically sign off, all right, with one last thing, let us fucking know. You you, you guys waiting to see who goes first here? <laughs> Jeff, go ahead, bro. Honestly, guys, if you're looking for a family, and you're looking to be loved and supported and learn, there's no other place. Like I always say it, much love, much respect, because that's what we're about. We're about the love and respect. And that's how we grow. RP. You are who you surround yourself with. Find your family, find your tribe, grow with them, and nothing will stand in your way. 100% fam. That's it. That's the entire gist of this fucking podcast right here. And I know I wasn't going to say too much more, but then obviously Caleb says something that gets my brain fucking thinking. It's that cliche fucking saying, yo, it's that corny shit. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, when you come into the 10K Coaching Academy, you only surround yourself with fucking wolves. We call the beginners in the academy, the baby wolf pups, because once you get through those first four weeks, you are then with fucking wolves and you can only elevate yourself. You are only going to improve. Yeah, when you look at the academy, and some people might look at the academy like, yo, if I'm a coach and I join, that's 778 people that are technically my competition, right? Because you guys are all building your businesses, and that's how I've seen people compare themselves to that. But you guys don't realize the camaraderie that's in this fucking community and that everything goes into it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. 776 people they're all building their online businesses beside you. You guys are all going for clients, but there's 7.8 billion fucking people on this planet. And the benefits of having all those people helping you on a daily basis takes everything to the next fucking level. All right. So again, I'm going to say it one more time. If you do decide to join the best business coaching program on the fucking market, we're the boys that are going to be working with you guys along with Brian. All right. You guys have heard a lot of my voice. You hear it all the fucking time. And guess what? I don't even care if you don't like it. You're going to hear it continuously. Know that I love you guys, but know that you're also going to get Jeff and Caleb because these boys are very, 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 very fucking passionate about what they do. All right, we're going to let B-Mark back on the podcast tomorrow. You guys have the best day of your fucking life.